Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Well, all right. I learned something. And it's sharing time. And I am uh, ever appreciated. Uh, I do appreciate God for all that he allows me to learn in my life. One of the best lessons I've learned is that hardship teaches you some great lessons. Challenges brings about some of my best results. I think what I'm trying to say is in every challenge and hardship, every setback, I've learned something so, so valuable. So here's here's what I've, you know, I've known this, but I've just learned it at a different angle. Appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Now, I don't know how that sounds to you, but I, I can't tell you how true it is. God being fair and just as he really is. He really is. He's a fair and a just God. What's most beneficial to us is he happens to be full of mercy and grace. And I'm telling you something, man. I've probably benefited from his grace and mercy more than anything else. I mean, really, man, if it wasn't for him just forgiving me and then for him just touching my life the way he has. I mean, I'm not I'm not here in this position today. I'm just not. But a funny thing has happened along the way, even to you if you look at it. Is that your genuine appreciation and gratitude has been the key to you having more for your continued blessings and for making room for heaven to open up and pour out blessings that you don't have room enough to receive. If you look at it, see God being a fair and just God, which he is, why would he put more on you than you can bear? If you've noticed everything that's happened in your life, if you're still here, you've made it. You know, forget how rough it was, got that, but you made it. Forget what it sent you through and it how it made you feel. You made it. Now, what makes people give up and you hear about people committing suicide is they leave the God out of their life. And they start allowing that other voice to control. And if it's really true that God never puts more on you than you can bear, as long as you stay connected to God, you can get through anything. But you lose that connection. You lose that communication. You lose that relationship with him. If you're not having a relationship with God, then who you having a relationship with? Now, it ain't ain't but two forces at work at all time. It's good 
and evil? Is positive and negative? Is God, is Satan? Now, this, this is at work all the time. So if you're not being positive about everything, you leave room for negativity to step in. If, you, if you're not trying to be righteous in your way, then you allow evil to step in. If you don't work on your relationship with God, come on now, look who you letting step in. So now I'm, I'm asking you to understand that God never puts more on you than you can bear. Okay, now that we got that clear, that's a fact. Okay, now with that fact in mind, let's go over this right here. Why would God, being as just and merciful as he is, put more on you than you can bear? Example, if God has given you blessings and all you're doing is complaining about them, you're never showing any appreciation or gratitude about it, why would he give you some more stuff to be ungrateful for? Why would he give you some more stuff to complain about? Why would he give you some more stuff that you would not show any more appreciation for? I mean, this thing is real simple, man, ain't it? If you think about it. So a lot of times, man, when I was going through my positions of not having and and wondering and all like here, I ended up checking myself and going, man, I'm not even showing any gratitude or appreciation for the things he has done for me. Start showing some appreciation and gratitude because it's the key to having more. It's the key to continued blessings. It's the key to the windows of heaven opening up and pouring out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. It's the appreciation and gratitude of what you already have. As minimal as it may appear to be right now for you, it is still what you have. But if you've shown no no, no gratitude for the minimal, why would he give you the maximum? I mean, I'm just really just trying to put it real, real simple so I can keep understanding this thing right here. So let me give you an example in my life. I had gotten so busy at one point that I had began to complain about how busy I was. This is true because I, I am busy. But it ain't the busy part because I asked to be busy. You know, I asked God to give me opportunities and to make a way for me. Well, in that, you got to do something and you got to get busy. But I, w- I began to complain about the busyness and how busy I was. And I noticed that a couple of things slowed up for me. So I had got to the point where I wasn't showing real gratitude for it. Well, I looked up and a couple of things started slowing down. And then I had to catch myself. And I went, wow, man, you have got to start embracing the fact that you are this busy. Embrace the fact that what all comes along with it, because to whom much is given, much is required. You got to start embracing the requirement part if you want to continue with the giving part. So I changed my attitude. I caught myself and I started thanking him and showing real gratitude for how busy I was instead of complaining about how busy I was. And then guess what? It opened up the windows of heaven and some more blessings got poured out. It just works that way all the time for everybody, for me, for you, for everybody. So listen, y'all, again, your appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Your appreciation and gratitude is the key to continued blessings. And your appreciation and gratitude 
is the only way that you can get those windows of heaven to open up and pour out these blessings that you won't have room enough to receive. You got to act like you're glad for what you got in order to get more. You feel me? <laughs> Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, the time is here. It's morning time. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Welcome, everybody. Uh, please come to this show with uh, some form of gratitude to your Heavenly Father. Now, what you call him is no concern of mine, but please do offer thanks to God in however form you choose to worship and serve him, because if it wasn't for him, I would be nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. Man, thank you, Lord, for another great day. I thank you for, for, for letting me make it home yesterday. I appreciate all the safe travels, just everything, man. I can't. You know, last night my prayer was I didn't ask God for nothing. At least I tried not to. Then at the end I slid a couple requests in. <laughs> but I was trying to do a prayer thanks, but then I needed coverage and a couple of things to happen. So I threw that in too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of felt bad because I'd be asking for more than I'd be thanking him for sometime, and that ain't the balance I try to have. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Martha the South Jr., and your boy, his self truly, his self truly. Yes. Hmm. Junior, what's on your mind? <laughs> oh, let's talk about that other when you be asking God for stuff. You say the balance ain't right. <laughs> you said you want to keep a certain balance. But what you be trying to what you be trying to ask for versus uh, thanking? How does that well, work for you? Well, you know what I mean. I, I I should always feel as though for me. I should thank him more than I put in requests of him. Even though the request is strong, my gratitude should be stronger. Because if I look at my life and all that I have and have overcome, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. He's done so much for me. Once I really take a close look at I ain't really got to take a close look. Let me just start with the day. Like I woke up this morning, you, I, I realized I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. I just all of a sudden, my eyes was open and here I was. I don't know how I did it, so it must not have been me. Hmm. And then I started realizing, hey, Steve, you're breathing. And I uh-huh. went, well, how do you breathe? I don't even know. I didn't create no lungs. 
mm-hmm. didn't create oxygen, mm-hmm. carbon dioxide, not nitric. I don't know none of that. So once again, it must right. have been him. Then I looked up and the sun is starting to come up now. Hey, once again, that does that every day. I've never had a say-so in the timing or how it rises in the east. Mm-hmm. And if he keep me here, it's going to set in the west. I don't know how that happens every day. And then the wind could blow. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know how it got here. And it ain't nothing I can do to stop. Mm. That's a lot, man, that God is out here doing that we oftentimes take for granted. So when I go over everything that he actually does that I get to partake of and enjoy, it kind of heightens my gratitude a great deal. And then I'm, I still be asking for stuff, though, but I try to, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you ever notice when you pray and you go right into the request line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just dial up 1-800-PRAYER-REQUEST. Yeah. 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 You know how you do that? Yeah. Probably be best to start it with thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Lord. All right. Thank you, guys. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Junior in for the nephew to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to run that prank back with Junior in for the nephew. Junior, what you got for us this morning? All right, we're going to run that prank back. Today is going to be tailgaters. Tailgaters. Uh-huh. Come on, cat. Hello? Man, I'll speak to T-Rock. Speaking. Who's this? Is this T-Rock? Yeah. Go ahead. What's up? Hey, man, let me ask you something. All last year, y'all was uh, uh, tailgating here in the parking lot at the apartment. Are y'all doing that again this year? Yeah, always. That's what we do. Hey, man. Hey, listen, man. I just moved here about a year ago. Let me tell you something. All that noise and y'all be making down there, man. Oh, y'all need to go to the. Y'all need to get y'all some money and buy some tickets and go to the game, man. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, I don't know who the you are. My thing is, hey, we do what we do out here, man. We all get together. Brothers go to work, man. At the end of the week, we want we want to get together and throw a little barbecue, whatever. That's what we do. Don't be calling with that okay. dude. Oh, so man, man, where you anyway? Y'all, y'all making too much noise in the Who are you? I live, I live here in the, in the apartments too, man. Y'all, y'all making too much. I tell you what, I tell you, what, you want to talk all that noise about what we doing out here, man? I tell you, bring your bunch of down here and say it to my face. Who are you? Hey, man, don't don't worry about who I am. Man, man. Lives here. Hold on a second, hey. man. First, man, I'm trying to have a good day, and I'm gonna hear some like this here. Come on, man. Who, who are you supposed to be, man? I'm T Rock Dog. I come down here. We do what we do. We all get together. We try to have a good time with it. You want some of this? You want to try to mess my day up? Man, you must be a gone with that. Dude, come on, man. Nah, man, you, you know, y'all. All that noise, man, disturbing people while they in their apartment. Come on, man. But like I say, look here. I'm, I'm putting it down like this. At the end of the week, man, brothers get together, put our money together, man, and we get together and we try to have a good time. If you want to come down and join us, man, you more than welcome. I'm trying to tell you more than welcome, bro. Come down and grab a plate, man. But man, please don't try to mess my day up, though, Doc. Please don't, man. Please. Hey, man, I'm trying. Y'all messing my day up with all that damn noise, man. man come on, man. Look, this is what we do. You want to join? You can join. If you ain't gonna join, shut the hell up. Hey, man. Let me do what you're gonna do. But let let us do what we do. This is what we do on the weekend. This is how we have we leave our stress. Brothers trying to do something, get together and have a good time. And you want to try to mess that up?
Dang, why, 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 why y'all don't buy y'all some tickets to the damn game, man? For what? Why don't y'all go, go to the game? Why the game have to be in my, my parking lot? Well, I tell you like this, man. We can't afford a, a ticket, man. So we do. We just get together. We do what we can. We put our money together. We get together. And that's what we do. Again, like I said earlier, man, you more than welcome to come down. But you want to bring this old monkey down here? Go on, man. Go on with that, doc. Go on with that, man. Hey, man, let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you this right here, man. If y'all fire up that pit on Sunday, I'm coming down there and turning that shit off. Don't turn what over? You don't turn what over? I'm turning y'all y'all fire that pit up, and I promise you, I'm going to turn that damn barbecue pit off. And I promise you'll be standing at the top of the church. You will be standing at the top of the church. As soon as that meat hit the flow, you're going to hit the flow. Hey, hey man. You're going to hit the don't, flow. Don't, don't fire that pit up Sunday. You hear me? Do not fire that pit. I tell you, it's going to be. Matter of fact, I'm looking for the pit now. I'm looking for a net. It's going to be out there. It's going to be out there. Okay. okay. Bring your monkey out there and fire it out. I and told you that you're disturbing people, and you're disturbing me more than anything. You know, and y'all did it all last year. Y'all tailgated right here in the damn apartments, man. That's crazy. You know what? Dude, I would apologize to you, but let me say it like this here, man. You don't f*** y'all. I don't say you, you come down and get a plate. You come down and join us. You know, we just getting together trying to make it a family down here. And just what you want to bring to me? Man, you don't f*** me out there. I I'm on that other level now. I'm on that other level. Okay. Believe well, that. I'm, I'm on my meat the flow. I was on the other level midway through the season last year with all that damn noise, man. Man, oh my God. Man, look, let me tell you something. My meat hit the flow, or somebody come by here and disturb us what we do what we do, it's gonna go down. I'm gonna tell you like that. We ain't trying to have no we ain't trying to have no problem. We don't get down like that. We just trying to have a good time. That's all we do. We've been doing this for three years. We got the kids out here playing. We got the big screen out for everybody to watch the game. You know, I extended my some love out to you to come out and have a play with them. But you're going to talk about coming and knocking my meat over? As hard as I work? I promise you, if that my meat touch the ground, you're going to touch the ground. Come on, man. Don't go there with that, man. Hey, don't do that. Okay, look here, man. I'm telling you right now, dog. As soon as I smell that barbecue pit, as soon as I smell them charcoal, I promise you, I'm turning that shit off. Y'all ain't doing this this year, man. Y'all ain't doing it this year. Who are you, man? Who are you? I'm, I'm the, why, why, why you live, Doc? Why you live? Why don't you present yourself to me, man? Why don't you do that? You, you know what, man? You can meet me at the, at the, at the leasing office. Come on, I'm at the leasing I will start walking right now to the leasing office right now. So I, I see who the hell I'm talking to. You need to... This is man. This is Okay, well, you need to see who's going to turn this pit over. Y'all ain't doing okay, this yeah. shit, man. I want to see that. I want to see that happen. Because as soon as, you, soon as you touch my pit, before that meat hits the floor, you're going to hit the floor quicker than the meat will. I'm trying to have a good time. You know, black people trying to get together, man. Everybody coming drinking beer. Nobody saying nothing. But all of a sudden, here your monkey will come out this Okay, I'll tell you what. Bring your what? to the leasing office, and I promise you. I'm finna, I'm finna head to the, I'm finna head. You need, you need to bring somebody with you. That's what you need to do. Okay, I'm a, I think I'm going to bring with me. I got two people to bring with me. It's going to be me, myself, and I. And I bet you this here, you won't put no meat on that grill come Sunday. Okay. You won't put no All meat right. on that grill. Now you really f me off. You going to okay. meet me at the leasing office. It's on. I'm going to beat your Okay, okay, but do you know who you, you do you know who you playing with? No, I don't. And I, I, I promise you, when I find you, you don't know who you playing with. Let me, let me, let me tell you who I am. Yeah, tell me who you are. Who are you? I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Bobby. I'm, <laughs> I'm a <kid. laughs>
It is Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Jay-Z dropped a verse on DJ Khaled's new album, taking credit for creating several billionaires. Usher said that a versus battle would be a waste of time for him, and it's illegal to sell canned whipped cream to anyone under 21 in New York. All right, we'll get to those stories. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. For you, ready for you. Kennedy and Macon writes, my husband tried to set me up by having his co-worker flirt with me. I recognized the guy and I told him to get lost. When I got home, my husband told me I passed the test. Is he a psychopath? Why would he play this type of game with me? Well, because he's stupid. <laughs> Doesn't trust her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that don't make no damn sense, though. Yeah. You know, you testing your girl. The the fact that your dumbass boy mm-hmm. went along with it, though. Mm-hmm. How yeah. dumb is he? <laughs> you know what That's I'm saying? True. That's but, true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. not only is he stupid, mm-hmm. his circle of friends is stupid. You're in their marriage now? You know what I mean, man? Because yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, man, I ain't got no some dude would have said, hey, dog, dog, dog. I don't want to have nothing to do with that, bro. Yeah, that's your marriage. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Bro, what's up, man? I, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, don't, don't, I don't want to be in that love. No, right. I ain't got no partners would have went along with that. Mm-hmm. None. So he's stupid and he picked stupid friends. Next question, <laughs> Shirley. Tony, moving on to Tony in Homewood, CLO. Tony said, my husband's child's mother wants to come to the birthday party that we're having for his child's 10th birthday. I don't have a problem with it, but the women in my family says it's a bad idea to welcome her in my home. Am I missing something? Hmm. Who you you asking me? Yeah. Yeah. The hell CLO. no, they ain't coming. No, hell no. Ain't nobody coming in here. Ain't <laughs> you no agree ex- with the women no in her mom. family? No, uh-uh. No. No, throw a, you throw another party. <laughs> Can't throw this one, you know. Uh, that's just me. So you agree with the women now, in her family? No, really? No. Really? I well, think that if you're open to it and you're okay mm-hmm. with it, right? And you all have a co-parenting relationship and y'all civil towards one another, mm-hmm. then it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, okay. it's good for the boy. Yeah. But you, yeah. but back to you, you petty. You, you. I'm petty like that though. <laughs> yeah. she, you know, she is not welcome. Yeah, I am. yeah, we might be civil up to that day, you know. So I am. <laughs> I don't start no campfires in my living room. Mm-hmm. All that's for outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. That's the only thing with me. I just don't like to do that. But 
there are people who can do it. If you have a good co-parenting relationship and you all are civil, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. best for the child. Yeah, it's okay. best for the child. That's yeah. exactly. All right, moving on to Justine in Philly. Justine says, I've been dating a guy for four months, and the first time we had sex, he poured warm chocolate all on my stomach. It was a sticky mess. The sex huh. was great, but I don't want to be a hot fudge Sunday next time. Is this a sign that we are not compatible? Hmm. You know, maybe warm you all hot ought to, you ought to just say, all right, baby, we finna, ha- we finna go at it. Let's sit down in here in the kitchen or in the living room and eat this hot fudge Sunday. Then let's go upstairs. Or then let's go on and kick these throw pillars off this couch. Whatever you, whatever you want to do. But we're going to have to work like that. I don't really mind, you know, he poured hot fudge all over your stomach and then you said mm-hmm. the sex was great. You might want to open yourself up to some new fresh ideas. About how we doing things up in here now, because obviously he didn't work down at Baskin Robinson and bought his skill set to the bedroom. So I don't know what to tell you. If it wasn't that offensive, you know, I don't know what he did. I don't know if he got it off or he just uh-huh. left it there and y'all was just sticky. Dude, she that's said it was crazy. a sticky mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and y'all was just crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but but you they but change the sheets and everything. Yeah. It ain't no fun to put plastic on the bed. That ain't no fun. I'm gonna tell you. About that. <laughs> Not for adults. <laughs> for kids, yeah, <laughs> babies. All right. No is, is she saying is this a sign that they're not compatible though? I Does heard he her, want- Shirley. I just my answer is the same. I think uh, that okay. she might have to get ready to open herself up to some new and exciting ways of doing uh-huh. things, or mm-hmm. had ice cream before. It got nothing to do with we ain't compatible. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if it's good enough, you know, maybe he'll maybe he'll work around that. Uh, all right. Go um, ahead, Shirley. What else you want to say? Because I can see uh, that you ain't happy with that. <laughs> it's not that I'm not happy with it. It's well, just that he likes it and she doesn't. So that could mean that they're not compatible. That's all. Well, but hold up now, ladies. Let's just have a Fred Frank conversation on this show mm-hmm. right here. Okay. That are Steve things, Morning Show. There are oh, things yeah. that your man like that you don't like. Uh-huh. It don't make y'all not compatible. Let's right. just, you know, yeah. every idea he done came in there with ain't mm-hmm. been the best idea for you. I'm right. Right. You know, right. ain't in your business or nothing, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying, let's just admit it. Because <laughs> yeah. I sure know I done came in with some happy, dappy-ass ideas uh-huh. that didn't yeah. fly. So well, you just tried you something else. The, what have you walked into the bedroom with? Oh, I done done it. I'm 65 years old. I done done it all. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give it names. Can't. So if it didn't work, you tried something else though no, with no, those right. oven mitts. Uh, what else? Oven mitts was a big. Uh, that worked a couple times. Uh-huh. The, the spatula then, was a hit till I took spatula. it too far. I took it too far one time. That got out of hand. You hurting me? Okay. Hot wax. Uh, hot wax. Now I don't like hot wax. I'm scared because uh-uh. I can't get the temperature right. And once you pull that wax on your ass, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, that ain't water. Uh-huh. That's how she feel about the chocolate. Yes. yes. Well, I'm just saying, you know, some things can get out of hand, you know. Sometimes the monkey don't stay in the chair, you know what I'm saying? Yes, you and these darn monkeys. Hold your ass to stay in that chair. What you all up in here on top of the headboard for, Im- imitating, doing moves Jumping and stuff. Around. I didn't ask you to do what I'm doing. <laughs> 
ask for that. Then you know the swing set in the ceiling. Yeah. I thought it was braced properly. Oh. <laughs> I know what I thought. You know, then she gonna swing too far, and then it came loose, and she hit the floor. Now she mad at me. Yeah. I ain't no damn construction work. You know, your ass weigh a little bit too much. You know, it's oh, okay. it's it said a hundred and thirty pound capacity. I thought you was. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. I know. You know, you were one forty five. I hey, my bad. Yeah. To out the wall. You know. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just little you. simple stuff. Mm. Just little simple stuff. Simple. Uh, a monkey and a monkey. That won't stay in the chair. Told his spatulas. When I bought the monkey, the dude told me he said he's well trained. He sits in the chair. He told me. I said, cool. All right. Thank you, CLO. Thank you. No, because he's very pleased with himself. All right, so I'm thanking him. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, DJ Khaled has released his 13th album, God Did, is the title, and Jay-Z collaborated with him on the title track. Jay-Z's last verse in God Did has everyone buzzing because he shouts out all of the billionaires that he quote-unquote put on, uh, so to speak. Here's the verse. How many billionaires can come from Hope Crib? I count three, me, Ye, and Ree. 
Bronze Rock Boy, so four technically. And Jay-Z is right. His wife is a billionaire too. Shout out to all of the young black billionaires and congratulations to DJ Khaled on his brand new album called God Did. It is available on all streaming platforms. So there yeah, it looks go. like I'm going to have to go on over there and sign up with yeah, Hope. I'm, I'm trying to do the same <laughs> So you thing. can be a billionaire? You yeah. can be a Carter. Man, you want to be a Carter, a yeah. Rock Nation artist or something. I'm going to Rock Nation train and everything. <laughs> yeah. What the hell Steve got on? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Not to be a B in there, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm mad at you. Hold Yeah. Okay, now check this out from Usher. Usher was recently a guest on the People Everyday podcast, and uh, he was asked if he would ever compete in a versus. Usher very, very confidently said that he believes a versus battle would be a waste of his time. He said, if you ever came to my show, you would understand that I don't even think a versus could handle all of the songs I had. I'm a different animal, man. I'm cut from a way different cloth, man. And when you put those songs on, I'm telling you, I don't think anybody in the world would want smoke from them songs. So... There you have it. Usher says no one is worthy of battling him in a versus. So the question is, do you agree? A lot of people say uh, Chris Brown. Yeah. Absolutely. Usher, Usher is, is the man. King. He's yeah, the king he's R&B the man. right now. Yeah. Just, just, mm-hmm. we can stop just play the Confessions album and be yeah. careful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know who could do, do it no, with him. Nobody. You know, like you yeah. say, uh, Chris Brown. Chris Brown, yeah. It won't be. Him. I think... Uh, I'm not sure. I think Usher has But Usher has belonged more to us. I mean more. Oh, yeah. No, he's belonged more to us mm-hmm. because of his R&B stylist. Uh, yeah. Chris yeah, Brown has more of a global sound. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a bad boy, though. You know? Mm-hmm. He the sold, sold his share of music. But. And Chris Brown's dancing, Lord. But ushers yeah. too. Usher I mean, too. usher, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I don't pay to see nobody dance. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I got you on my uh, in my earbuds, I'm sorry to dancing. You, know. <laughs> you can't hear the dancing. Chris Brown yeah. got a good voice. He really does. Yeah. And oh yeah. Talented, oh, very talented, talented man. Yeah. yeah. Artist. Yeah. Taking nothing album. away from him. Usher ain't no joke, but that that wasn't him saying that about Chris Brown. That's us thinking of who could offer him a challenge. Yeah. But of the artists that's living today, mm-hmm. I don't know who could. Usher, no. Ursh, no, 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 no. Roller skate, everything that he brings, yeah. <laughs> it's just he's no, everything. Y'all, yeah. y'all, quit talking about dancing and skate. It's the hits. His it's, songs. Yes. I, I, I'm with you on that. But he's more than that, too. I mean, he could do it all. That's my point. Yeah. Yes. Turn on the confession yes. album. And mm-hmm. listen, <laughs> listen yeah, 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 yeah. No, this all dude got a Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been singing he a long me time. Want to? <laughs> mm-hmm. So has Chris Brown. They both been singing since they were kids. So mm-hmm. When you see him live, it's the same thing on the album. Mm-hmm. Some people you see yeah. live don't sound like that's right. <laughs> but when you see Usher, it's the same voice. Good yeah. point, Junior. You're yep. you're right yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. No, and he's truly, so charismatic. <laughs> truly legitimate. Yes, he is. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's a mm-hmm. legend. R and B legend. Yes, sir. If I had Usher's voice, I'd never talk. You just be singing all the time. You just sing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, Junior, Junior, how you I'm doing? Huh? 
I'm going to admit it. Your talking voice really, really ain't so nothing want to hold on to. <laughs> yeah, if I had his voice, I wouldn't talk. And <laughs> what else is new? What's wrong with my voice, huh? What? What's wrong with my voice, huh? What's wrong with my voice, huh? <laughs> you don't hear that? Right there, that, I, I that, heard me. Yeah, the pitch. What's wrong, Steve? What, what, what pitch? What are you talking about? It sound like it's damn near 911. <laughs> what? Everybody All the time. It, uh... Hey! <laughs> I love it. It's me. <laughs> and that's deep for Junior. Yeah, that's I'm talking deep. about We're eating. We're eating. <laughs> what happened? Somebody choked. Ah, uh, we just in here eating. I said, well, what's wrong, though? I just called to tell you. This is not doing the same good morning. <laughs> Somebody's in morning? No, I said good morning. <laughs> but what's wrong, sir? You called 911. It just sounds like always something wrong. Ah, it's a crisis. Ah. <laughs> Situation. I, I just don't hear what you hear. No, you just. I just don't hear what you hear. <laughs> but you know how little boys' voices are high when they're little, and then they change. They go through yes. that change. So what did you say change. about Junior, Shirley? I, I I don't think it happened to Junior. It couldn't have. It couldn't have possibly been any higher oh, than it is right now. Oh, you should have heard me at five. What? <laughs> no, you should have heard me at five. Oh, way worse. Way worse. <laughs> way way when I was five. I can't even imagine that, Junior. <laughs> oh, wow, it's changed now. Yeah. You're a grown man now. I'm a grown man with this voice now. <laughs> Be in the bedroom, get it to him. Ah, oh, you like All that, right. don't you? <laughs> All right, Junior. <laughs> with the deep voice now. Uh, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, it's Wellness Wednesday. We'll talk about exercising right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, according to a new health and medical news survey, 30% of participants admit to having a sedentary lifestyle with the average person sitting up, uh, sitting for up to about 40 hours a week. When asked why they don't exercise, the main reasons were lack of motivation, being too tired, and not having enough time. So, Steve, you know, you're up daily to do our radio show, and and then you tape your TV show all day, yet you still manage, you still manage to work out or do some kind of cardio or exercise almost daily. So we got to ask you, what is your motivation? The motivation is health. You want to be healthy. There's nothing mm-hmm. more important in your life than health other than time. You need both of those <laughs> for, for things to be going okay. You're out of time, you're in trouble. And if you're out mm-hmm. of health, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So health has become a premium. And at whatever age, especially as you're aging, you got to do something, man, to slow the process. Don't let just let it come take you away. This ain't a mm-hmm. Calgon bath we taking. Calgon, take me away. No, uh-uh. Getting took away is dying. And and I don't want to and I don't I don't want it to be an awful old age for me at 65. Yeah, you want quality you know, of life, yeah. Yeah, you know, I want to be healthy. So you've got to invest in exercising. And the motivation is I just want to live and be healthy. And mm-hmm. what you have to do is a lot of times you don't have the motivation. You just got to develop the discipline. And that's the decision I made a few weeks ago. 
Mm-hmm. Skip the motivation. I know what the motivation is. I just got to get more discipline mm-hmm. with what I'm eating to making sure that I'm walking, working, doing something. Like golf is great exercise, man. It doesn't seem like it is, but you keep saying that. It don't seem like it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. I mean, here's here's what I want y'all to do. Get your little pants golf set outfit. Uh-huh. Go get you a bucket of balls. Yeah. And just hit each one of them balls. Mm-hmm. Try to make that ball go as far as you can mm-hmm. and make sure it's in the air. Mm-hmm. Ready, go. <laughs> when you get through with that bucket, let me know how you feel. Two of okay. them in the air. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a workout. It's, a workout. Uh-huh. It's, it's exercise. Golf, and the... golf is not an easy game if you it's do it not. the right way. Because mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you think you're just standing around hitting a ball every now and then, that ain't how it is. Because to, yeah. to get to the point to go out there, you got to be on that driving range and, you, and your ass fitting to work. But it's work on the court. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to walk down hills, climb out sand traps. <laughs> it is hot. You're getting tired of just tired thinking about it. Huh? About it, it huh? is demoralizing because you didn't want to go down in the sand. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, one of the founding fathers of music, Roscoe Wallace. Oh, really? will be on to um, give us his expert opinion on uh, something that's come up in the news lately. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Fat Joe is trending again. Well, last week he did a live video featuring Latinos that were pioneers of hip-hop. Fat Joe highlighting DJ Junebug, Prince Whipper Whip, and Ruby D, DJ Disco Wiz, DJ Charlie Chase, and the Rocksteady crew as pioneers. Then Fat Joe got a lot of backlash from the Black community that said, no way. So Fat Joe hopped back on another live video to defend himself by saying that when hip-hop started, it was half and half. Both Blacks and Latinos contributed to hip-hop at the same time. So Roscoe Wallace stopped by because he has something to say. Yeah. Yeah, we know hip hop isn't really your thing, Roscoe. No, I don't really do. I don't really do the hop hip thing. You know what I'm saying? But I know about <laughs> not hop hip hip hop. I know about it. You call it what you want to call it. When it first started, hey, you didn't say we want to say about Rocco. Fat Joe know good hell well. Hip hop is black people. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell? Who you know? You don't want to be included. Y'all are all right now. They don't have it, have you know good damn well. It's all black people. Black people is the whole thing to move the culture. That's mm-hmm. it. We tell home. white kids who are cool. Mm-hmm. We tell white kids what to wear. Yep. We tell white kids how to wear their hair. Yep. Uh-huh. We just we tell white kids how to dance. Yep. <laughs> black people move the culture. And we ain't going to get no credit. No uh-huh. me trying to ask for no fat Joe, because you can't get none over here. And you know it's true. Yeah. That's the yeah. first thing I ever heard of that. Yeah. Roscoe, do you know Fat Joe? Hell yeah, I know Fat Joe. Why I knew his daddy, Fat too. Joe? Who was oh, his daddy? What was his daddy's name? Fat Ass Mo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Fat Ass Mo. We call him Fat Mo for short. Because <laughs> he was more fat than everybody else. 
Roscoe, you a mess. Uh, oh, I'm gonna be a man. You a she? You all you? She bring me here to the truth. Okay. Yeah. yeah now, that's I like Fat Joe and everything. I like Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. all that, Latino, all that. Uh-huh. Y'all know good mm-hmm. and hell well. There wasn't no fitty fitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Y'all that no. house trying to get it together before you came out and presented it. Black mm-hmm. folk already were out there. Yeah, that's why they talk. clap back. That's why black people clap back. Well, you know, good hell, well, you can't come out here and start that. Ain't nobody never heard that before. Mm-hmm. How we uh, just hear that this week? <laughs> <laughs> what you want, Carla? This is the first time, Roscoe, that I agree with you. That you, I think you're not lying. Oh, wow. I'm just. Well, this a moment for me, Roscoe. You had a moment. You could have. You could have been had this moment. She's tearing up. She's tearing up. Look at her. If you open up your up. mind, listen to um, what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't cry, Carla. You know, they're going to stop all this here. Rock over. I've been in music and one of the pioneers of music. Uh-huh, I done yeah. wrote more hits than anybody. Okay. Usher. Okay. I'll battle Usher ass. <laughs> Usher come up. <laughs> he ain't got nobody here about it. I'll, I'll toast Usher young ass. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You can well, Usher don't want this here smoke. Usher. He don't Usher. want it. He don't want come it. Come on, Roscoe. Usher don't want this. I wrote half all, half all his song. I here gonna go get me what, Carly? What song did you write for Usher? See, I was with what you. What song that. I ain't wrote for Usher? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Roscoe, Confessions. Come on now. Confessions. That, that, that right there. Right that right there. whole yeah. album. What about that right there? The whole album. The whole album. I'd say, oh, Usher, now tell the truth. He said, all right, uh-huh. this is my confession. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Why would he name his album his confession? If he'd have, he'd have wrote it, he had to tell nobody that. But see, when you get in the booth with that white man and you Catholic, it's time to confess. Uh-huh. Tell the world about your sin. So I'm the white man Why in the booth. Why did he have to confess? Because I wrote the song. Tell him these in my confession. I'm the, I'm the white man in the booth when it comes to music. You're just laughing at yourself. Right. So Roscoe, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'll get on out of here. Yeah, thank all you right, for having me. Don't stop all this fooling. You know, good hell well. Ain't no Puerto Rican came over no damn hip hop. Oh, man. All right. Oh, man. Prank phone call oh. coming up. Junior's in with the nephew oh. right after this. For the nephew right after this. Oh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour today, it will be the strawberry letter. And uh, this subject is, I'm a rule breaker. Wait till you hear this. It's not what you think. I'm a rule breaker. All right. Uh huh. We'll get into that in just a few. Because right now, it is time for today's prank phone call with Junior in for our beloved nephew. Junior, what you got for us today? What's on the menu? Well, Shirley, you know, I just mm-hmm. want to just remind the Steve Harvey Nation that tomorrow night I will be in Huntsville, Alabama at mm-hmm. the Stand Up Live. I'm doing everything that I'm doing when I do my show. Carla, Asking people about how much, they, how much they bill was, just for no reason. How much was your bill? <laughs> Not going to pay it, though. Just want to know. <laughs> oh, your bill at the show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how much, okay. how much was your oh. bill? Not paying it. Just need to know. Just ignorance. You have. Yeah. Just all the yeah. stuff I'm gonna be doing, man. We're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be oh, nice and stand up live. Yeah, it's gonna be. Y'all come down there and hang out. We're I'm telling you, a whole morning show. We can actually do a late night show if y'all come. <laughs> we're oh, coming. Well, we're, well let we're, me tell we'll you why there. we're really coming. We're coming to uh-huh. see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we need to get the tea on what's going on with Martel and Mel. Uh-huh. They gonna be there. <laughs> I already talked to Martel. He coming. 
<laughs> okay, Marcel. Right now. I just lied right now. <laughs> I ain't talked to Martell. Well, everybody, everybody, come on down and see see Junior at yes, in Huntsville. Yeah, yeah in Huntsville live. Uh, stand up I love live it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I can't wait, man. It's gonna be exciting. So let's get today's prank, man. The nephew left us one. Uh -huh. Let's find out how this gonna turn out because I know it's gonna be crazy. Today's prank is called "How much is in the account, Pastor?" Mm. Oh, so now, the Pastor? Yeah. How <laughs> much is in the account, Pastor? Come on, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh Pastor Hayes. Um, this is he. Pastor Hayes, how you doing? This is this is brother Lonnie Lonnie Thompson. How you doing? I'm I'm good, brother. I, and how can I help you today? Pastor, I'm actually one of your members at the church and I want to just commend you that you're doing a good job the way you um are displaying uh safety. Let me say that first and foremost. Okay, cool. Thank you. You know, we just want everybody to be safe and and healthy and and your name again? Brother Lonnie Thompson. Okay, and 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 Brother Thompson, I'm 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 kind of about to be in the middle of dinner. How can I help you, brother? Well, here, here's what I wanted to ask you, man. Uh, Pastor, I want to ask you this. I, I know you know a lot of people are going through different things, and 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 uh, people are, you know, trying to make sure they keep food and stuff in the house because it's, you know, time like this, you know, you kind of want to stay put, and and but you want to make sure you got enough food and water and things like that. So, but 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 what I want to, my reason for calling you is. I wanted to ask you how uh how much money do we have in the account? Come again? The church account. How much money do we have in there? Brother, brother, what what do you say your name was again, brother? My name is uh, uh, brother Lonnie Thompson. Okay, brother Thompson, how did you get my personal cell phone number to be calling me at home this time of day? Well, I got this number from one of the brothers at the church. What what, what brother at the church? Cause they know not to give my personal number out to to People, I don't know. Are you? A well, member I'm a, I'm a, but I'm a, but I'm a member though. I'm a member. Okay. Well, how, how long you been a member? Because I've been pastor this church for ten years, and I, your name ain't familiar to me. How long? How long you been a member at my church? I've been a member probably going on, going on three years now. But I ain't, I ain't been since you know, since that day I joined. I, you know, I, you know, I kind of got caught out there. You know how it go. But uh, wait, but yeah. wait, 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 wait. So you you've been a member of my church two or three years. You ain't been to the church in two to three years, and you calling me to ask me about finances of my church? I, well, I I'm understand a, what you're looking for. Well, I am a member, so I mean, I do have to. Don't I have the right to know what we got in the what we got in the account? No, actually, you don't. You don't have the right to that question if you don't actively come to the church. You can't come to the church, sign up for church, and then call me three years later asking me what we got going on at the church. So I need to understand what is your purpose? What, what are you Well, well like I say, it? everybody going through hard times. I'm trying to see what we got in there because, you know, I, I need to pick up a few things from the store. I don't have the money right now, but shouldn't I be able to lean on my church, though? You can lean on us. We, we've done a lot of stuff in the community. We've been feeding the elderly. We got a food bank. We've been cash apping people some money that when we can. But you ain't been at this church in three years. You can't call me after three years and think I'm about to give you some money for some. I don't even know if you're a real member. I am a real member. I'm a real member. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Pastor. Hold on. No, no, 
hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. You hold on. What? Boy, look here. I'm trying to sit down and have dinner with my family. You sitting here on my last night. Look here, Brother Thompson. I don't know you. I ain't never heard of you. You am not about to call here and try to get some money out of me. And you ain't even a member of the church. You can't I am a member of the church. Because you come to the church one time and you ain't been back in three years. And you come to me for some money. I, I, I am a member. You, you are not a member of this church, sir. You, I am you a member church. of the church. Look, look, look. Let me Mr. tell you Tom, something. Tom, I know this ain't no. No, 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 Mr. Thomas. Let me tell you what. You can't join my church two or three years ago and call me three years later, get my number from somebody and ask me for money because you're going through hard times. Now, if you was a true member of the church, you'll understand how we work and how we give money to people that are struggling. I just delivered 40 meals today to our elderly. Huh? Huh? Last week, we cashed out people money to go pick up groceries. Apparently, well, do you, need my, do you need my cash app, then? Do you need my cash Boy, boy, you going to make me cuss. You ain't even tithing. So how are you not tithing and think you I told you I have fell on bad times. Didn't I say I fell on bad times? You fell on bad times for three years? Hey, hey, you know, it takes longer for some people, okay? Why are you, why are you judging me in opposed to trying to figure out how to cash app me because so I can get on? you're a member of my church. I don't know if you some scam artist trying to get money from the church, sir. I have never met you. I don't know you. Matter of fact, I'm about to call up the deacons to see who you are and why they would give my number to some boy to call me and ask me for some money. Hey, let me say this to you. If you don't cash app me, then I'm finna let all the members. I know you. I know our church ain't no mega church. You know we got three, four hundred members. I already know. So, but but I would let every member know that you're not cash helping me to help me in a time of need. I will hey, do that. Hey, 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 brother Thompson, you you can let them know. You can Facebook it, Instagram. You can put it on that TikTok and tag me in it. I ain't giving you a dime. I don't know you. I ain't never heard of you. Matter of fact, you need to get off my phone. I got dinner with my wife about to go on, man, and I ain't got time to be going back and forth with you. I need to know who gave you my number so I can call them up and tell them don't be giving my number out to some stranger who ain't been our church in two to three years and going to ask me for some money, some cash out. Or if you don't get off this phone, who gave okay, you my uh, number? Okay, so let me ask you something. So, so you know Deacon uh, uh, Marvin Dillard? I know Deacon Marvin, yeah. What about him? Do you know he listens to the radio every morning? Yeah. He's listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Pastor Hayes, you just got pranked by your boy, Deacon Marvin. <laughs> Boy, see, and that's why Deacon Marvin about to get kicked off the board. Boy, you you got me out here in my yard yelling. My neighbors looking at me like I'm crazy. They know I'm a pastor on the block. Boy, you almost made me cuss. You can't be doing that during this time, man. Pastor, you all right, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Baby, baby everything good. My wife came out here, boy, and you ain't don't want her to set it off. <laughs> Uh, you don't want the first lady to go off. Okay. Man, man. Uh, but no, nah, we take care of our church, man. We feed them, send them money, man, deliver meals, man, make sure everybody's good during good. this time. That's good, man. Hey, man, before we get off, you got to let me know. 2020, baby, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, this is Steve Harvey Morning Show with that ignorant nephew, Tommy. Grilling <laughs> 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 him. Yeah. <laughs> Brother Lonnie. The nerve. <laughs> he hasn't been there since he joined Brother Lonnie Thompson. All right. <laughs> All right, listen. 
<laughs> Thank you, Junior. Time. Thank you. Coming up next, it is a strawberry letter. The subject is I'm a rule breaker. I'm a rule breaker. And we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, parenting, sex, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking Submit Strawberry Letter. Write us. We would love to help you. This could be your letter right here. You never know that. Could be yours, right? Right. Ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my good friend, Junior. Subject, I'm a rule breaker. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 57-year-old married woman, and I'm at my wit's end with my husband. He's ex-military and wants me to do everything his way. We have been married for 22 years, but since he's retired, his full-time job is controlling me and the kids. I have always been the brains and the breadwinner of our family, and I think that bothers him now that he has nothing to do daily. He calls me a rule breaker, but honey, I make the rules. It's hard for me to take him seriously when he's shouting commands uh, and, and he doesn't pay any bills in the house. He contributes money, but he's never paid the house note, electricity bill, or even the cable bill. I even pay his cell phone bill, so he needs to tread lightly with me. I was at work the other day and my husband called, yelling because the cable went out. I told him to call the cable company and my co 
coworker could hear me yelling. My coworker came to my office and closed my door and asked me what was wrong. I unleashed all of my pent-up frustration and told him everything. He suggested we go to his house for lunch so he could give me a massage to help relieve my tension. He's a massage therapist on the side, by the way. I told him I needed a massage and sex. He was shocked, but said he was all for it, and we rushed out of the office. This man was magical in the bedroom, and I left his house smelling like lavender oil and Creed cologne. The whole time we were sexing, he called me a rule breaker and said he was going to punish me. I love being a rule breaker now, and I can't wait to get punished again. I know right from wrong, but... Am I not justified in doing this since I'm being mistreated at home? Mm. Well, uh, this letter took a turn, huh? Uh, I I didn't see that one coming, but um, the question is, wifey, what are you doing? What, What are you doing? You say you know right from wrong, but then you ask us if you're not justified, if you're justified in cheating with your coworker. No, you're not justified. An affair is not fixing the problem. You know two wrongs don't make a right. You already know that. Uh, people have affairs because it makes them feel a certain kind of way. And honestly, I don't understand your marriage. I really don't. I don't understand how you put up with your controlling husband. He needs to find himself something to do so he can readjust to you know, just regular life, civilian life. And uh, excuse me, but what do you mean he doesn't pay any bills? He doesn't pay his cell phone bill, the more, what do you mean? He just can't be at the house yelling orders while he sits on his behind. No, Where, where is the plan for the next phase of his life? I mean, have you let him know he's no longer in the military? Is he clear on that? You're his wife. This is not boot camp. Does he know all that? And, uh, you know, you said you were the brains in the family, right? So you've got to be smart enough to know that having an affair with your co-worker is not the answer. That That's just a selfish, temporary fix on your part. Uh, the reality is you're putting off dealing with the problems in your marriage. You and your husband don't get along. He's unhappy and, again, needs to find something to do with himself. You're miserable. You've resorted to cheating. I, I just say faith. Both of you guys are crazy right now with this. You're heading for divorce. You both are. If you don't stop with this affair and start dealing with your marital issues. Oh, and by the way, please thank your husband for his service. Steve. What? (laughs) Thank your husband for his service. service. Ex-military. Yeah. You're trying to be funny. (laughs) <laughs> Throwing in jokes. I don't know hell was. He don't need thank you. He knew what the hell was going on. He don't give a damn about the military right now. A uh, 57-year-old married woman. Uh, she's at a wit's end. Ex-military husband. And he wants her to do everything his way. Now, they've been married for 22 years. But ever since he retired, he's been controlling of you and the kids. Okay. Okay. And I think it bothers him now because he ain't got nothing to do daily. Well, now he done labeled you as a rule breaker, but honey, I make the rule. (laughs) Now, this is the woman that done wrote a letter, supposed to be in distress, but just to let you know, I really ain't in distress. 
talking about I'm a rule breaker. Honey, I make the rules. So let's see how you do it. Now, it's hard for this lady to take a man seriously because she say he always shouting all these commands and he don't pay any bills at the house. He contributes mm-hmm. money, but he's never paid the house note, electric bill, even the cable bill. I even pay his cell phone, so he needs to tread lightly with me. Well, what do he do? Right. Damn. <laughs> I mean, how you get to be the man of the house for 22 years and you don't do none of this? Mm. Now, I do all of this, but I can't come in the house and shout no commands, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> you oh, want to. Oh, shut up. <laughs> do like I say. <laughs> Cut that hair dry off so I can heal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when we come back, I'll just explain to you what's wrong. All right, Steve. All right, part two of your response is coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, I'm a rule breaker. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is, I'm a rule breaker. Lady married, 57-year-old woman, married to this military man, getting on her nerves because all he do is shout commands. He's retired now. He bossing her and the kids. She doesn't understand why he's so bossy. And he calls her a rule breaker, but she says she makes the rules because she can't take him serious because he contributes money to the house, but he's never paid the house note, electric bill, or even the cable bill. And she pays his cell phone bill, so he needs to tread lightly with me. We left me with the question of asking, well, what do he do? Yeah. I don't understand. What does he do? And then you was at work the other day, and then he called. And he was yelling because the cable went out. You talking about the other bill he don't pay? Right. <laughs> but he at the house watching TV. Mm-hmm. So the cable get cut off. He called you at work yelling because the cable went out. Boy, sir, I don't know where you getting the gall from. I, could, I wouldn't even made the call because then I would have had to say, I'm sitting up here watching TV while you at work and then this damn cable going to go out. <laughs> And you didn't pay the bill? Yeah. I can't even fix my mouth. So then you told him to call the cable company, and then your co-worker heard you talking. So co-worker happens to be a man, came in your office, closed your door, and asked you what was wrong. Mm. I unleashed all of my pent-up frustration. I told him everything. Here what a letter all of a sudden went. I was going, what the hell happened? He suggested... We go to his house for lunch so he could give me a massage to help relieve my tension. He's a massage therapist on the side. No, he ain't. <laughs> no, he ain't. Well, he told you that? Mm-hmm. I do massage therapy on the side. Mm-hmm. Boy, what? But you did all that talking. Let's go to my house at lunch and I'll give you a, a, a massage to help relieve my tension. He's a massage therapist on the side. By the way, lady, shut up. I told him I needed a massage and sex. He was shocked. No, he wasn't. Once again, he wasn't shocked. Mm-hmm. He was he was overjoyed, but it wasn't shocked. 
<laughs> he was taking you to his house for lunch to give you a massage to try to sex you anyway. Anyway. What the hell is this? I'm taking you home for lunch for a free massage. If you're a massage therapist on the side, ain't that your business? You yeah. going to give her a free massage at work while y'all having lunch. But then you happen to tell him you needed a massage and said he was shocked. No, he wasn't. He was overjoyed. He said he was all in. Oh, really? Now, now we shocked. <laughs> he said he was all in. For real? Ooh, did he? Okay. We rushed out the office. This man was magical in the bedroom. I left his house smelling like lavender oil and tree cologne. He was climbing all over me. This man right here was massaging toes all between my toes. He's on the back of my knee. Uh-huh. That man came up, had his thumbs, was busy. This man was laying on top of me. His thumb was somewhere. I don't know how he got his thumb over there. Next thing you know, girl, we was just all up in here tangled up. And I was in this lavender oil all over me. And I, I didn't even care about the massage no more. You have a different just, letter? You know, it was that's not weight, in my his letter. Weight, though. His weight was on me. And I was just in here just, Lord have mercy. My eyes was she up in the back of my that? head. That is yeah. not in the letter. That's <laughs> in there when she said, listen to me. Magical. This magical. man was magical. You got to, this is what was magical means. <laughs> that's what it is. That's how you leave this house smelling like lavender oil and Creed Cologne. The whole time we were sexing, he called me a rule breaker and said he was going to, a rule breaker and said he was going to punish me. I love being a rule breaker now. <laughs> and I can't wait to get punished again. I know wrong, from, I know I'm, I know right from wrong, but am I not justified in doing this since I'm being mistreated at home? Lady, you can't say I know right from wrong. And then say, am I justified for doing the wrong? Right. Lady, I'm a rule breaker. Girl, you a rule breaker? A vow breaker? A marriage breaker? A home wrecker? You a lot of stuff. But you ain't justified. Now, if you want to use it and justify why you do it, oh, I've done that before. Go ahead. It don't stop it from being right or wrong, now does it? So you want to know, are you justified? If that's what you want to use as justification, of course you are. But it don't stop the wrong. So now what you want me or Shirley to say? But I know one thing, though, going to work going to be different from now on. I know that right there. I don't know what you do for a living. You didn't mention where you work at. But focus is not going to be your best forte anymore. Because <laughs> you're going to be down there looking at Magic Mike. <laughs> Magic Mike had that arm and helmet on. He was crawling towards the bed on his elbow. Uh-huh. Yeah. He had a knife in his teeth. He came up on the end of the bed. He's magical. Girl, you ain't know what was happening. But the knife was really a feather. <laughs> Girl. Too much. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve. Please leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for Sports Talk with Junior, or sometimes we call it Junior and Sports Talk. You decide, Junior. Which which one do you want today? Well, today is gonna be it's gonna be some sports talk, and it's kind of you know it's okay. kind of a happy sad moment. But you know, Serena Williams is playing in her last tournament, the yeah. U.S. Open. Uh, she mm-hmm. won the other night, 
Uh, but it's just a champion is is finna retire and she's about to hang up her racket. She's not gonna play no more after this. She, mm-hmm. I want her to win because she is the best, the best yeah. tennis player, to, female tennis player to, put, to lace these things up. She is the best. Mm-hmm. She's the goat. She twenty three grand slams. Twenty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, number one, three hundred nineteen weeks. She set a record for attendance the other day at the U.S. Open. She mm-hmm. is the goat, just like yeah. you said, Junior. She was real shiny. I was going to say, didn't she have some diamond yes. encrusted diamond shoes? Encrusted yes. I <laughs> need those in my life. As she should, because she, she is, is the queen. The yes, yeah, she won queen that of first tennis. round. Yeah, you know, yes. you, you yeah, think yeah. about you know the 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 number of children they've inspired to play tennis. Just mm-hmm. those two, yeah. her mm-hmm. and her sister Venus, you know, coming out and then you know used to make them play each other to knock one of them out the tournament, and they wouldn't play for the championship. You know, their father changed that. He's like, no, nah, y'all not doing that to my girls. No, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah. not playing in the first round. Uh-huh. No. But, you know, just yeah. the fact she changed the way you look at tennis, how black girls look at tennis. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's her, Coco Golf is now, you know, you, Naomi Osaka. Yes. You know, yes. those is the next generation of players that are inspired by Serena Williams. I mean, that is what it's about, leaving a legacy that this big. Mm-hmm. This is now the new standard is what she's saying. For them yeah. to reach the goal that they have to reach, so you know I'm just excited for. I think this is going to be a great tournament. I'm gonna watch the whole time every night. Every time she plays, I'm gonna sit down and watch these all of these rounds. I'm Venus, too. Venus, Venus too. Venus too. Mm-hmm. Venus too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I was reading an article too. Naomi Osaka said that Serena Williams is the greatest thing that will ever happen to the sport of tennis. Williams oh. sisters, baby. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Some bad, bad, you know, bad, I'm bad, met, bad, I'm bad girls, right? Mm-hmm. I met Serena. Mm-hmm. You know, before she got married, I met Serena in in Washington D.C. And what oh, happened? Man. What you do? What you do? I, I swear to God, I started crying when I saw it. <laughs> Tears just shot. started flowing. I couldn't even get shot. the words out to shoot, Shirley. <laughs> I couldn't even get it. It was a. She was beautiful. I stopped. <laughs> And oh, my man's man. like, hey, man, why is you crying? I say, because she's 30 feet from me. <laughs> and she introduced well, herself like I didn't know it was her. I know, it was <laughs> like I know who you are. Yeah, but I was crying. Well, we want to oh. say congratulations for yeah. all you brought to the game of tennis. Your whole family, Serena. We applaud yes. you. We love you. You are the GOAT. Coming up at the top of the hour, from, from the Olive Garden to Italy, a, a Tennessee couple gets a surprise honeymoon. We'll talk about it I right after it. this. Uh-huh. Cool. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If Fake It Till You Make It was a couple, a newly engaged couple, Carsley Bibb and Caden Mills, went viral for posting their engagement photos outside of a, they took these outside of an Olive Garden restaurant in Tennessee. This was a few weeks ago, and now Olive Garden Restaurant uh, has taken notice. The bride-to-be posted the engagement pictures with the caption, when you want Italy vibes for your engagement photos, but you live in Tennessee. So you take your photos at Olive Garden. The pictures did actually look like the couple was in Tuscany. Did you guys see these? They looked really great. And and so last week, they went viral. Last week, the couple was invited to appear on Good Morning America, where they got the surprise of a lifetime. Olive Garden is sending them to Italy for their honeymoon in October. That is great. I love that. Yeah. That is, this is nice. Nice. (laughs) So, Steve, have you, you know, in all your life, you have so many stories and and so many things that you've done. Done. Uh, Have you ever faked it till you made it? And if you did, did your story end up as good as this one? Because this is a great ending (laughs) to this story, really. Have I ever faked it till I made it? Yeah, you know, yeah. (laughs) Have we met? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know, I know you have, but (laughs) (laughs) tell us. And did it turn out to be as good a story as this? Did I fake it till I made it? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. Uh How about 38 years of stark, (laughs) raving poverty? (laughs) Acting like I was going to be on TV. Wasn't on TV and Uh messed around, and here I am today. I think my story a little bit better than the damn Olive Garden story. (laughs) Okay, all right. Let's hear it. Just personally. You heard it. (laughs) It's, It's been my testimony. Yeah, You faked it the whole time? Dog. Black people as a whole. Uh-huh. Dog, just just us. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Have we faked it till we made yeah. it? Yeah. We over in this country faking like we actually members of the country. Uh-huh. Ooh, you went deep with it. Too. Deep yeah. with Hello. It. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We keep yeah. faking around, acting like we in this constitution, waiting on them to get that right. Mm. Mm. Fake it till you make it. Did I touch a nerve there? Yeah, we, we still trying to act like we ain't mad about slavery. Oh, we acting like we faking oh. that. Talking about faking. Hey, hey, how are you this morning? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> With the response one be, hey, how are you this morning? 
How the hell you think I am? <laughs> How would you be? Yeah. You was in here doing all y'all doing to us, and then you want me to be all right. How the hell you think I'm doing? Right, yeah. right. But, oh, no. How are you this morning? I'm good, man. Everything good. How are your family? Mm-hmm. Baking it. Mm-hmm. Did you make it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do it hey, how was the weekend? Oh, it was good. <laughs> That's it? Well, good and hell well. They cut them lights off Friday. <laughs> I spent the whole damn weekend running cable. Across the driveway from my mama's house, trying to get some lights back on in this damn house. Yeah, stolen electricity. Sitting up in here, man. I was, then I had to couldn't get the electricity on because uh-huh. cut the gas off. I couldn't get that on. Mm-hmm. I'm outside trying to barbecue so I can feed everybody this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a good ass weekend. How was your weekend? Oh, we went uh-huh. hang gliding and parasailing, <laughs> water skiing. Friend has got a boat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, that's the Steve Harvey joke. White people that's have wonderful right weekend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wonderful weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we in here acting like we had a good ass weekend too. <laughs> like it a couple we days made. off. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple of days off. Yeah, to have I faked it till I made it. Yeah, that's sitting one here with all this TJ Maxx mess on on stage <laughs> trying to act like I had bought this shirt full price. <laughs> All right, Steve. Thank you. I think we get the picture. (laughs) We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As part of Nigeria's policy of developing local talent, foreign models will no longer be featured in their TV ads. Nigeria's president of the Association of Advertising Agencies said, there are about 200 million of us. Are you telling me you could not find indigenous models for these commercials? He believes that there has been some kind of renaissance in the country that has seen a lot of rising talent emerge, particularly among young people. So from now on, they're using homegrown talent, okay? No foreign models. I'm so ecstatic to hear that. Mm -hmm. And why do you say that, Steve? Well, first of all, let's talk about the whole continent of Africa. Yes, sir. Africa Mm -hmm. is the only nation, the only continent that does not have to import anything. Okay. They don't need your food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got all the minerals. Resources. Mm-hmm. All They got everything. Now, they got some desolate places that's hard. And it's hard yeah. to get water in places. Water. But mm-hmm. it's because of poverty mm-hmm. that they can't get access to a lot of this stuff. For this president of Nigeria to say it's 200 million of us and why are we allowing this to happen is a step in the right direction. It's how you take care of yourself. It's controlling the economy. And I think that's absolutely brilliant because America has been doing it for hundreds of years. You don't see no Africans showing up in their commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll have more well, of the Steve Harvey Morning Nobody be talking about, hey, let's go get some Africans. <laughs> we'll have mm. more of the mm. Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes us. after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. It is time now for Would You Rather... Would you rather, now think about this, would you rather wear thick, thick glasses or would you rather wear light blue contacts? (laughs) (laughs) I'm jammed either way. (laughs) 
Which one, Steve? My big lip ass in here with some powder blue eyes. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Or thick glasses. You could do that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd rather wear the thick glasses and explain that. I'm not finna wear these powder blue lenses. Like, I ain't proud of me no more. I ain't finna do that. No. Yeah. Looking like Mick, Nicki Minaj at the MTV Awards. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, would you rather your ideal vacation be in Vegas or on a plot private island all alone? Woo! Mm. No, Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> be in no damn private island all alone. That ain't no vacation. Uh-uh, that's, that's we on scary. TV now. All I got to do is get naked. <laughs> Naked and afraid. Yeah. Be on no private island by my damn self. Yeah. Hell no. Get on up in Vegas, man. Yeah. I'd rather be in Vegas with no security. Oh. Oh, you then really want to go to Vegas. So. Well, but that private island, though. Oof. What? Yeah. Well, if this got Just amenity. Yeah, be yeah, be a if nice one. If it's some of the islands I've gone to, I I go on over there, but uh-huh. I because I can't Wait. go to Vegas with no security. Okay, okay. All right. okay. Now I got some friends that's got them. Yeah. Uh huh. And I've yeah. gone to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Uh-uh. No, no. That water completely surrounded by water. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no. <laughs> All right, moving on to this one. Would you rather work at a coffee shop for a week or work as a bartender? Oh, I'm going to be the bartender. <laughs> what? Yeah, and Can don't know how to drink? make nothing. No, I'm, hell no. I know. <laughs> don't know how to make nothing. You don't know how to make cocktails? <laughs> like one cocktail. Name one cocktail. You can't make a cocktail. Oh, I can all. make a godfather. What's in that? That's that? scotch that? and amaretto. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, okay. That, I don't know how to make a whiskey sour. I don't know how to make an old-fashioned. Okay. Uh, I can make you a, like a... a Gin and juice, like a gin Snoop. and Come on, I was just going to say, come on, simple. Snoop. That's all I know. I can't make a cosmopolitan. I don't know how to make a martini. <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know. I don't know nothing about no drink. All right. But I'll Thank be you, Steve Harvey. Yeah, bet. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be back with our last break of the day. And at 49 minutes after, we'll have some closing from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, here we are, last break of the day. 
on the Steve Harvey Morning Show this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we gotta we gotta give a, a big shout out to Jackson, Mississippi, because they're they're struggling right now with this drinking water system. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi is Mississippi's largest city and home to more than 160,000 residents. Uh, It's failing. The water system there is failing. State officials announced this week uh, thousands of Jackson residents already have no water or very little water pressure, and officials cannot say when the adequate, reliable service will be restored. That is not good news. Uh, The city water system has been plagued with problems for years and years, including tens of thousands of residents losing water. Governor Tate Reeves said the city's largest water treatment plants may be completely down. So this is a problem um, for our, 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 you know, our people in Jackson, Mississippi. And um, yeah, I was also reading online. They were talking about the public schools going back to virtual learning in some parts of mm -hmm. the area that have been Mm -hmm. affected because of the water shortage at the school. Yeah. So this is serious. What were you saying? It's very serious. I just think it's a shame, serious. man. I don't see how in the United a country States. of this magnitude, You're right? Mm-hmm. Yes, come mm-hmm. on. In America, why we don't have funds set aside for when things like this happen? The the what happened in Flint, Michigan, should have never happened. That's and right. And allowed to have gone on for as long as it went on. And yeah. you know the story is hush hush right now. You don't hear no about hear much about it. But mm-hmm. what has happened? Has the, has the water crisis in Flint been resolved? Because, you know, see... I don't think so. No. See, uh, no. Because, because, see, but see, see, because once we ain't got no more eyeballs on the news story, we move on to the next sensationalized story. Yeah, and, and that's I, a fact. I, I think, you know, Mississippi needs help, but have we forgotten about Flint? Because Flint still, still could be suffering. But I'll tell you one thing, though. Here's what I will tell you. I can assure you this. These crises happen and are allowed to exist when the population is affecting is predominantly people of color. Mm-hmm. That yes, much sir. I will tell yeah. you that now. Yes, sir. And if yes, you sir. don't think mm-hmm. the rush to that urgency part. isn't because of that, mm-hmm. you're sadly mistaken. Once again, we mm-hmm. got to fake it till we make it. Now, we got to act mm-hmm. like we part of the Constitution. We got to act like we just as American as everybody else. When we cons- when they constantly find ways not to treat us that way, and so I, I'm I'm just saying, man, in, in a country of this magnitude, this should a, not be especially happening. a place who had water. Yeah, we shouldn't be having people in our country without water. When, this when, is true. Really, but when you have really, bills, no, no. Oh, wait, hold on. First of all, we shouldn't have people in this country without water, mm-hmm. food medical right. attention education, education. we uh-huh. really shouldn't yes, yes that's sir. true that's you true you are correct that's absolutely mm-hmm. correct Steve. but we so busy telling everybody to pull yourself up by your bootstraps mm-hmm. when this country strips so many people of the straps and the boots hmm. and part. so now wow. what what do we have to pull up mm-hmm. and see that's the part where sometimes the republican party aggravates me because they don't care. They always call it reckless spending. How do we cover the spending? Well, you know how to do it. The hypocrisy of it all. It's just, it's a sad country we live in when we're supposed to be the richest nation in the world, but this is how we treat our people.
That's right. Yeah. And things wear out. I mean, when you have bills like for infrastructure and rebuilding and things like that, we have to, you know, we have to vote on that and do something about that because this country, you know, things that were built long time ago, you have to rebuild and, and repair and do all these things to keep it going, like bridges, things like that. Things do fall apart. You need infrastructure. You need that. Or you can have people in office and leaderships that are about preventing preventing things from happening and doing maintenance and upgrading uh, materials Absolutely. and things like that and not reacting to when things fall apart. That's and now right. people in the community mm-hmm. are hurt by your lack of movement and action. So now we mm-hmm. have people in not- parts of Jackson, Mississippi that don't have drinking water in 2022. What kind but, of sense does that make? Yeah, that's not important to you, though. You know, that those right. things are not important to you. You know, they that's why to, it's they happening. They did it to the people in Flint, Michigan. Yeah, absolutely. See, absolutely. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. And here we yeah. go. Here we- so again, uh, you know, Jackson, we're with you. Kixie 105, 107.5 in Jackson. Um, you know, geez, our, our prayers. Um, whatever we can do, let us know. We need leaders in place. Yeah. To make a change. Stop doing the yep. same old stuff. So, you know, to sum this up, in this country, it's not going to change. But to lay claim to being the most free. And the richest. The most opportunity. Home of the brave, land of the free, opportunity Mm -hmm. and economically balanced country. Mm -hmm. There's an imbalance when it comes to poor people. And we treat our poor very, very differently. I've traveled around the world, man, and I've seen other countries who do it the right way. We should have, at minimum, food for everybody, housing for everybody, and medical for everybody. We at least should have food, housing, and medical for everybody. Yes. That's basic. That's what this country needs to be. That's what the Constitution said it was, but then... There's so many. Anyway, long story. Hey, y'all, talk to God today. He'd love to hear from you. Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.